You know you should. You wish you could, but you're just not sure if you will. Well, maybe today's the day you chuck out the paper diary. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. G'day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show. I'm Warwick Bidwell from Tradies Business Toolkit. And I'm Michaela Clark from Tradies VA. And today we're talking a bit of geek again. We're getting our geek on. I'm excited. Michaela loves these episodes. Systems, technology. <laughs> but it is uh, a great interview today with our guest, uh, Clinton from TradiePad, where we talk about technology, but more importantly, how it can actually help you run a better business and actually get some time to work on your business instead of in your business. And I was thinking the whole time about episode six, where we spoke with Matt Mulligan from MYOB, who is our show sponsor, about their PayDirect solution, but more importantly, about the 18 hours a month that people can get back just by simply having some of these cloud-based accounting programs. Yeah, and I've worked with clients that have saved at least 10 hours a week by looking at their operations and their accounting and other things. So it really is a big time saver and no one really knows more than in this space than TradiePad and the guys there. So I think you'll get a lot out of it. Absolutely. Great interview. And look, if you if you do want to check out the MYOB uh, PayDirect solution, go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash MYOB and you can get some more details there. But uh, let's hook into our interview with Clinton from TradiePad. Thanks, Clinton, for joining us today. So I hear you're the, the king of anything to do with technology and tradies. So really looking forward to our chat today. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Michaela. <laughs> G'day, Clinton. So if you want to let everyone know a bit of uh, your background about how you got into it and why and what TradiePad's all about now. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm, I'm a plumber by trade. I, um, I started TradiePad a few years ago um, after I'd set up my own, uh, my, my business partner's plumbing business in Sydney with uh, technology when the original iPad came out. And we were always looking for a way to run our plumbing business um, electronically, get rid of all the paper bottlenecks with our um, job cards and our invoice books and all that stuff. Uh, but the logistics of doing it with the, the technology that was available back then wasn't really viable. Laptops were a bit too big and clunky and, and weren't really usable and internet connections back then weren't so good. So once the original iPad came out, um, I got my hands on uh, a few of those and set to work with uh, with putting together a bit of a solution. And initially I thought, oh, I'll be able to use MYOB and I'll be able to use Excel and I'll be able to use Word. Uh, but, of course, all of those things wouldn't work on an iPad. Um, so I then thought, I, I thought first, I thought, oh, no, I've done the dough. We've, we've, um, we've got these iPads. All we're going to be able to do is play Angry Birds. But, um, but uh, I, I, I found uh, a few apps which meant that I was able to kind of put together a solution that really suited what we wanted. And I looked at the available um, job management systems that were around back then and they were really big and really expensive and they didn't really suit the way that we operated, which was um, um, a maintenance business, uh, doing lots of uh, real estate and domestic maintenance. And I was also taking care of the um, construction side of the business. We had a few builders we were working for doing um, doing um, kind of uh, architecturally designed uh, renovations and new homes. So we needed a bit of a, a blend of the two. And 
um, there wasn't really a solution that worked for us. So uh, I, I got into the app store and started to look at the thousands of apps that were available back then and I put together a solution of a, uh, a basic calendar system um, and uh, an invoicing program. Uh, and I was able to replace all of our paper components, our job cards and our invoice books and everything with electronic solutions. And within you know, a few months of pulling my hair out and, and trying to make things work, I've, I found that we were running uh, paperlessly, which was unbelievable. So I realized that what I'd done for our business was something that I could help other tradies to do. So I went from full-time plumbing to a day a week, helping out my mates, getting them set up. And then, then they'd tell their mates and I went from a day a week to two days a week and then three days a week and I eventually gave up the tool bag and now I'm working bloody seven days a week getting all this stuff done. <laughs> so, supposed, uh, stuff's supposed to make you work less? Yeah, yeah. What's going on there, Clinton? <laughs> makes, makes my clients work less. <laughs> and I'm out of, the, out of the frying pan and into the fire with this. It's just an indicator of just how, um, how ready the market is and, and how much of a difference that this stuff can make. We've got so much interest and We've got so many clients that we've made huge changes to their businesses and they're just happy to talk about it and, and tell their friends because we're changing people's lives, literally. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's certainly uh, demand is outstripping supply at the moment. So, Clinton, I know I've worked with a lot of businesses that really have had technology actually do really make a change in their, in their lives and that's not just understating the difference this can make. So... How does the technology these days with the cloud and mobile solutions help with these trade businesses? Well, I guess um, traditionally there's been lots of paper um, components in, in any trade business or any service business because that's been the way to record things. You know, you didn't have a computer out there in the field. So the rest of the business world's been using computers for decades because they can go to their office, they can sit down at their desk and they can use their computer. But uh, us tradies, we didn't really, we don't really have that luxury. So paper was was our you know, was our tool. Um, we'd write things on a job card, we'd write them in a diary, we'd write them on an invoice book. So there's the problem there is that there's lots of duplication that occurs. So the beauty of what's happening with technology and with the cloud is that it becomes single entry, single entry of data. So you can enter, say, if you're using a job management system what you used to write down on a notepad and then on a job card and then in your diary, you can enter that once now into your job management system as a customer record um, and you can create a job for them and, and manage it in a schedule. And then you can log time and you can log materials and you can take photos and all of that data you enter once and that flows to wherever it needs to flow to, whether it's into your accounting program, if you've got a cloud-based accounting system uh, or it goes into your, might go into your payroll system or wherever it goes. But you're eliminating all of this duplication that was occurring. And, and yeah, sorry, go on. Sorry to interrupt, but didn't you do an audit uh, of how many times things and, and paper was involved in a single job? Yeah, we did. We did a, a series. We did a series of events with um, uh, with Apple and Telstra a little while back, and, and we spoke about the old way versus the new way. And the old way showed a demonstration of a typical job of a business owner receiving a phone call and then, having to find out one of his uh, emergency job, having to contact one of his workers to find out who was closest, who was going to be finished first, and then having to, um, that worker then going to the job and recording information. So um, we looked at this typical job and, and typically things were being um, recorded and duplicated 12 times. And that was all, every one of those is time that it takes to, excuse me, time that it takes to enter. Um, but it's also a breaking point. 
So it's it's a chance for something to get entered incorrectly or recorded incorrectly. So um, 12 times things were getting duplicated. There's numerous phone calls that would go backwards and forwards um, with this type of job where you've got to call your workers, call your other workers if he's free, call your other workers if they're free, um, and then you're contacting your suppliers, you're calling the client back, and really all of that can can go away. Um, it's, like I said, single entry so that it goes out to the workers or goes to the accounting accounts department and communication electronically. So it's not like you stop talking to your workers, but it just means that there's so much, much better and more live um, communication that can occur. And it's purely because of the mobile devices and the, the cloud solutions that can talk to each other. Mm. Clinton, you mentioned obviously that uh, you had a plumbing business and you've got a tradie background. You, you uh, with the solutions that you put in place in your plumbing business, did you quantify the improvements? You know, you talk about those 12 breakpoints. Was there any quantifiable uh, gains, dollar figures, time or anything in your business? <laughs> um, to be honest, I, I never did the numbers on it. I, um, <laughs> I got our business set up and then had this fantastic idea for TradyPad and I was out of there and <laughs> dropped the, dropped the tool I suppose that's testament enough, isn't it, mate? It, it allowed you to actually bugger off and do something else. Yeah, that's right. Dave, my business partner, he's still busy running the um, running the plumbing business, and um, he's still using the solution that we set up from him that I set up for him originally. Um, and and that was a real eye opener for me. I, I could set up any solution for um, for Dave that I that I'd like to, uh, or that he would like me to. You've got access to all these different job systems, but um, he's really stuck with what we set up initially because it's really simple. It does exactly what it needs to do. Um, and it's easy for him to run from anywhere. And that was an eye-opener for me to, to realise that, you know, there's not one size fits all. There's all these different solutions that suit different businesses depending on how they operate and what they do and, and where they want to go in the future and whether they're happy to kind of stick with what they know or if they want to take things to the next level. So that's why we do uh, what we do in, in so much depth with our scoping sessions to get a good understanding of businesses and how they operate and um, and kind of make to to allow us to make the the right guidance, give the right guidance, and give the right suggestions on what we see as a good fit and why we see it as a good fit. Mm. Yeah, and so just to clarify, I know you get this question a lot. You guys don't actually do the apps yourselves. You're more like consultants. And so explain that how your process is that you work with clients. Okay, yeah, you're absolutely right. We're not an app. We're not software providers. We're not software developers. Um, we're a bunch of tradies helping out some other tradies. So, uh, like you said, Michaela, we're, we're initially we've got this consultation process that we go through to um, allow us to understand what the business is doing, and then and then give some advice on what we might see as a good solution, which might be a job management system A or job management system B, whatever it might be. Um, so there's a, a defined kind of list of questions and um, stuff that we clarify within a business to to help guide that decision. And it's a constantly changing environment as well. You know, there's always new products that are coming out. And there's always new features and functionality coming out. So that's our job to stay on top of that and to make sure that the guidance that we're giving and the advice that we're giving is, you know, is the most appropriate and the most current. So um, we're, we do have a lot of, uh, provide a lot of feedback and a lot of guidance to the software companies that we do work with. Um, but we don't build the software ourselves. We're merely the, I guess, the, the conduit to initially allow our business owner to understand what's going to work for them and why. And then once we've made that determination, we can then pr- help the business owner learn it. So we can, we can go through a whole setup and training uh, and implementation 
to help the business owner learn how to use it. And then if they've got staff involved as well, we can train up the staff to get them uh, up to speed with, with knowing how to use it all. And then we can provide ongoing um, training and support um, as, a, I guess, a first-level support for, for any of the questions and queries that might come up. Jeez, mate. I, uh, <laughs> I wish you were around when I started working with tradies uh, eight-plus years ago to help them figure out which solution was the right one because I'm here as, you know, a business coach, mentor, whatever you want to call me, but saying you've got to get some automation in your business. Stop doing this paper shuffling business. And yeah. they'd say to me, great, uh, do you know any, any apps or packages? And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, there's heaps, but I don't know which <laughs> one's best for you. So uh, that's right. do you find that's really the, the massive um, niche that you guys are, are filling there, Clinton? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I say it all the time, sometimes when you start looking at um, the available options that are out there, it's really hard to see the forest for the trees mm. because they do all look very similar on the outside. And you look at the kind of the feature lists of, of all of these things and they all look the same, mm. but they all, they all vary, you know, and they all, they all suit specific types of businesses. And it's the kind of thing you're, you're really holding your business in your hand if you make the wrong decision and you put a lot of time and effort into something only to find that it's the wrong one one it could potentially break your business because you could spend so much money and so much time on it Uh, but two you you know it's a it's a very expensive mistake to make and time is our most valuable is our most valuable commodity in a in a service business so we kind of take that away by um you minimize the time that you're spending on your researching and, and let us help with that decision um, and um, I guess we we are going off the reputation and the knowledge that we have with all these different products to to help guide businesses. Um, and so it's I guess it's our reputation that's on the line to make sure that the right the right products in place. Yeah. So my driving my biggest motivation for what I'm doing with TradyPad is the fact that I'm helping progress our industry because I've been watching businesses for decades run run electronically. And we've been stuck in the dark ages. And I guess tradies have got a certain stigma attached to them about um, operations and efficiency. And, you know, they never turn up on time if they do turn up at all. And they'll, <laughs> and I'll never get a quote through or someone didn't invoice me for six months or whatever it might be, you know. And I'm not making excuses, but we haven't had the tools at our disposal that the rest of the business world has had where you're sitting in front of a computer that's got Outlook and it's got a calendar and it's reminding you of all these things. Mm. You, you don't have to use, you know, you don't have to use your, your brain so much. And that's what the technology is giving us out in the field now. We've got these tools that can help us run more efficiently and more effectively. So, so sorry, Clinton, how do you right. find the take up from tradies? Because, uh, you know, for our listeners sitting there who maybe aren't using some of these systems and, have either been a bit bamboozled by it and perhaps have got into a bit of analysis paralysis or, or even just question the value in it. Um, what are you seeing as a take-up in the industry uh, or with tradies? Um, it's it's amazing. I, I, I've got a, a few advisors working with me in the business and they've never seen the results that we're getting, the conversion rates from initial inquiry through to a scoping session and then from scoping session through to uh, actual project implementation. The, the results that we get are amazing. And um, I guess I put it down to a few things. We we don't actively, we haven't been marketing. We don't do cold calling. We're really growing organically where people are coming to us because they're ready. They're ready to look for a solution. They're, they've been doing it the hard way for so damn long 
and they know that there's some other, something else out there, but they just don't quite know what it is and how to make it work. So they're already ready to make a decision and make some change. Yep. Um, with events that I've been to in the past, you kind of come along to an event because there's some free beer and you might get a feed and um, it's not, you're not quite right. You're not quite ready in, already in that, that uh, frame of mind to be making decisions about changing your business. But people that realize that there is a better way and that there is an easier way to do things and you don't have to continue running your business the same old way, that there is stuff out there that can help you and it's not that hard. The ones that have already come to that conclusion, they're ready to change. So that's, I think that's why we're seeing the results that we're seeing is that um, it, we're not, we're, we're talk, already talking to the right people that are already thinking the right way. Mm-hmm. And the acceleration that I see in businesses that do make a change and, and embrace the technology is absolutely phenomenal. So I, I'm, I, I see it all the time where you, you're doing things a certain way and all of a sudden you get something that just makes business you know, 50% more efficient or you know, makes life that little bit easier. You can fit an extra job in. They accelerate so fast and the change that you see in, in, their, in their business practices is, fa- is fantastic. It's really rewarding. And I really think that anyone that doesn't get on board with this technology, they're going to le- get left behind so quickly. And it's the kind of thing where the consumers, um, as in the end clients, are starting to realize that tradies that are adopting technology are better business people. They turn up on time, they give you an invoice when they leave the job, they'll give you a quote on the spot. So these are the things that I'm seeing consumers are starting to look at when you talk about being, you know, you use technology within your business or you might, you know, when a a client makes a booking, they might get a booking reminder or a booking confirmation sent to them. These are the things that are really driving the change in the industry and making us as tradies respected as much better business people. So I guess it's a matter of get on board before you get left behind as everybody else is starting to do it. That's right. That's right. And Clinton, have you got some particular, uh, I guess, success stories, but have you got some some, uh, examples of where someone's implemented your advice and it really has uh, I, I won't use any any wank words. I did promise in one of our early episodes that I'd keep this like a wank word free zone on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say uh, I won't say skyrocket or uh, catapult your their results, but mate, any uh, you know feel good stories where someone's done this and it really has transformed their business? Yeah, lots, lots. It's hard to it's hard to pick one out of the bunch, but one of our early clients um, who's a, a good mate of mine, he's um, uh, he wasn't a mate before before we engaged through TradyPad, but he's um, he's an electrician based on the northern beaches. I remember going into his office uh, the very first time when when I met with him, and he I remember him saying to me, "I hate my business. I've got to sit here in front of the computer and do my invoices, and I've got to do my quotes, and it's just driving me insane. I don't know why I ever stopped working for someone because this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's like working and, twice as hard and making less money. Exactly, yeah, exactly, and. Um, he, his business now, he's now got five guys working for him. He's embraced, uh, his iPads and he's got a, he's actually moved along. We started out with a really simple system initially with just a calendar and an invoicing program. And he's since moved on to an actual job management system that integrates to his accounting program. So he's kind of gone along the stepping stones and, and really grown his business. And he now, he's always wanted to, 
be able to get off the tools and work in the business, not on the business, as the cliche goes. And that's really what's happening for him now. You know, he's got so much visibility over where his business is at. He can spend time on business development instead of having to go out there and and do the hard yards and then sit in the office all night. Mm. So that's that's a that has happened over and over and over again. So, like I said, it's hard to pick one out of the out of the bunch. But that um, that particular client um, that particular client really sticks in my mind because he was one of my early clients, and I remember seeing his face when I went, when I met with him, just how how kind of disappointed he was with his with where his business was at and how much time he was having to spend and how little return he was getting. Got a question you want answered on the show? Go to tradiesbusinessshow.com. So if uh, I'm a business and uh, I want to look at changing over my systems, what are, what are the, some of the things that we should consider? Like is there a, a good time to do it? You know, what, what do you look at when you're looking at a business to help them um, get on the cloud? Um, it comes down to uh, it comes down to what it, what it is that we're we're helping implement. So, with Tradepad, what we build is what we call a business operating platform, and a business operating platform is made up of a few components. It's made up of your devices, so the tools that you use on a daily basis to communicate and and run the business. So, like your phones and your tablets, iPhones and iPads, your laptop, desktop, whatever whatever devices you're using to to help you. And we focus on getting all of those working together as one so it doesn't matter where you are um, or what device you've got with you, you can access all your business information. And we obviously, we do a bit of training around the use of the devices so they're using them to their potential. Um, and um, we look at the, the network that's associated with those devices to make sure that you've got a good, strong network no matter where you're working. Um, if you're in like metropolitan areas, then the network's not such a big consideration. But if you're heading out of town and you need to run your business on the cloud, then obviously you need a good, strong connection. So you've got to be working with the right network provider. Um, so that's the, the the devices and network side of things. Then we've got uh, communication. So everyone communicates electronically now, um, having a, a good, solid uh, emailing platform that you can Again, have synchronized across all your devices is really, really important. So you don't have to go back to the office to find an email that you sent off to a builder or an engineer last week. You can find them on any of your devices. So having a good solid communication tool and um, I guess cloud storage runs along with that as well. Having a storage facility to store all of your uh, business-related information on the cloud is really important. We work with Google Apps uh, that provides that solution. And um, then the final, which is the final component, which is really the core, the engine of the solution is your financial software and your operating software. And so your financial software, things like your, your accounting programs and having something that's running on the cloud is really important. Um, and then your job management systems is, uh, is the tool that you use to manage your clients, manage your jobs, do your scheduling, um, do some reporting, do kind of staff timesheets, all that kind of stuff. Making sure that those two, your financial uh, software and your operating software, are working alongside each other and feeding information in and out of um, of each other is really, really important. So getting back to your question about when's a good time, really in, any time's a good time to, to implement a solution. But if you're looking at switching accounting programs from a traditional program-based solution to a cloud-based solution, generally the start of a quarter is a good time to do that. So You'll close off your books for your last quarter, start up with your new system. Um, you, realistically, you can switch at any time, but the start of a quarter is a good time. And obviously, the new year coming up, it's the good time to, to make change in your business, get yourself ready for the new year, um, new system, new you, new business, and move forwards and, and prosper. 
I guess is the is the way we want to go. So, and that's what we all want to do, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so, one thing I hear a lot from my clients is they say, "Oh, look, just it's just easier to write it with a pen and paper in my diary." You know, I'm in the van. You know, I don't really like technology. My fingers are too big. I've heard. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard all the excuses. I've heard them all too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, what do you say to those people? Say, "Oh, look, just just pen and paper is easy." It it actually took me a long time to let go of my diary because <laughs> it was it was comfortable. It was what I was used to. But I now run a completely paperless business. I don't, I don't have filing cabinets. I don't have a notebook anymore. My notebook and my diary was my life. Everything was in there. And that's fine. Yeah, it's quick and it's easy. But I lost my diary once and that was like losing a part of my brain because it had so much stuff in it and it was my – it's actually a legal document for a tradie. That's a real – breaking point you know if you lose that and that's got the next week's worth of appointments or it's got your year's worth of information in it that sucks Mm. and there's no getting that back so yes you might think it's easier um, and I guess initially when you switch from a a traditional paper solution to something electronic it is going to take your time to get used to it but there are lots of automation tools that make it easier. There's speech to text now, so you don't have to type things out. You can just talk to your phone and it converts that to text. It can be a bit hit and miss and it takes a bit of time to get used to how to talk to it. But once you've worked it out, it's you, you really don't have to type all that much out. So I use that all the time. I use the speech to text all the time for taking notes and for uh, entering uh, entering kind of sections into software that I'm working with. So it works really, really well. So... Um, I, I guess it's it's um, it's just a matter of feeling a little bit of pain initially, um, but it's a massive long-term gain. Mm. And I know it probably sounds like a big list. Uh, I, I was sitting here listening to you, Clinton, talk through all of the, I guess, modules or elements with uh, you know your cloud-based accounting software and job management and uh, calendar booking systems and document management and everything else. It sounds yeah. like a big list, but... I guess that the point too is that you don't need to do all of it all at once. You can start with uh, bite-sized pieces, the old uh, how to eat an elephant thing. Would, would that be a fair thing to say in terms of people's yeah. transition? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something that I go through in my scoping sessions that I do is is assess the levels of capability and how much change is it's, it's realistic to make in one go because the worst thing you can do is do it all in one go mm. because it's just too much change. So we'll always try and stage it, but it's it's important to have the end goal in mind so you know what you're working towards because without a plan, you don't know where you're going, you can get lost. So we want to make sure that, okay, this is this is what the, the end solution is going to look like. Now let's start with something simple, maybe get your emails sorted out, maybe do some training on devices, just start to the level of capability of whoever it is that we're working with. So, yeah, bite-sized pieces for sure. So just on the equipment, I know I get asked a lot, you know, what's my preference or what do you recommend and should they get a a phone or a tablet, what size tablet? Do you have any recommendations for looking at the hardware side of it out on the road? Um, There's there's lots of schools of thought against the the whole uh, Windows Mobile and Apple iOS and and Android operating systems and depending on who you talk to, you'll get different answers. Um, but I'm really agnostic when it comes to all of this stuff. They all, they all achieve a purpose, which is making life easier, which is doing things electronically. And I guess it really comes down to what you're comfortable with. If you've been using an iPhone 
um, and you go to an Android tablet and you've never used any, anything Android before, it's going to be very, very different. And it's going to be a much harder learning curve and a much longer learning curve to understand the differences between the operating systems. And equally, if you've been using an Android phone and you picked up an iPad as a tablet, and it, it, it would be very different. So I'm a big advocate of if, if you're comfortable with something and you know how to use it, then stick with it. Um, I have personal preference to the Apple devices because I've been using them for, for years and I know that um, they're very secure and they're very stable and the apps that are out there are all very secure and uh, there's no kind of malicious software and stuff that's out there that could affect my devices and I know from a business owner's perspective that they, you know, if I've got workers that are out there that are using these devices, I can talk them through anything because I know them back to front. Um but in terms of um, of one system over another, whether it's it's Android or Android or Windows Mobile or or um, or, I, or Apple iOS, you know, I think it's it's it really comes down to personal preference. In terms of the devices themselves, uh, it it comes down to the the system that you're using. Some um, I see a lot of businesses where the business owner will have a tablet because they need to have a bit more uh, capability for data entry, for maybe a bigger keyboard or a bit more information for data entry and stuff like that. Whereas the guys out in the field, the workers, you might want them to take a few notes, take rec- record some time, um, pick some products off a parts list and take some photos. So really uh, a phone um, is sufficient for that. But if there's any kind of entry of detailed information where you have to type out a story about something that you've done, then the tablet's a better option because it's, excuse me, it's a slightly bigger keyboard. So it's, it's a really, I address it on a case by case basis. Um, and I'll always talk quite a lot about the devices and, and what the intended usage is going to be, and, and I'll help guide our clients on making that right decision, and I can introduce them to, uh, so we deal with a lot of the telco providers so that they have uh, business centres where we can recommend them to to go and talk to a business manager that can help them get the right plans and the right devices um, and become their kind of their, their business manager. So, yeah, it's I guess to answer the question, it's a bit vague, um, but it, it is depends on a case-by-case basis on the amount of data entry um, and, I guess, portability as well. You know, a phone or, a, uh, say, an iPad mini or a 7-inch tablet, they can fit into the pockets, a, a pocket of a pair of cargo pants, whereas a full-size tablet, a 10-inch or a 12-inch, you really got to carry that around with you. So there's lots of components really go into the decision. Mm. And uh, well done, mate, in not uh, disenfranchising any of our listeners by saying <laughs> Apple's best or Android's best. So you've done well on that one, Clinton. Yeah. Dodged a bullet there, mate. I've, I've got them all, you know. I, I, work, <laughs> I work off all of them. I love my little Android tablet and I love my Apple stuff. They, Like I said, they, they achieve a purpose and they make life easier. It's it's just a matter of uh, which one suits, which, which peg fits in the right hole. That's right. That's right. Clinton, I'm keen to uh, ask a question and, and, you know, I guess uh, answer this in the best way that uh, you feel appropriate. What's one of the biggest, um, not mistakes, but perhaps toughest challenges you've had in, in your business or businesses, uh, whether it was plumbing or, you know, the, the current uh, focus? What's one of the toughest challenges you've faced in your business career? Um, I think the hardest thing to achieve is working with um, with businesses that aren't really ready or prepared to make changes. And I've I've seen it over and over again where people just think that there's um, there's a magical stick that does 
um, information entry that does that just makes it happen. It just appears. <laughs> you mean there's it, not? No, <laughs> I, I wish there was. I'm trying to build one, but I'm not having much success. <laughs> <laughs> we can develop it together, mate. I'm sure. <laughs> so the data's got to be entered. It's got to be put in somehow. Whether it's writing it in your diary or you might be writing it on a job card, you've got to enter it somewhere. So. You know, it, it's there are lots of automation tools. You might have a timer that you can start and stop for your timing, but the start the timer's got to be started. There's no magical thing to to start the timer for you. So I guess that's been that's probably been the biggest challenge is businesses that that haven't quite been been ready to um, embrace the technology and put the time and the effort into it. Um, it, it is a you know, there is always pain initially at the start while you work your way through change and, and change management. Um, but as long as you're prepared to put the time into it and um, you know, be prepared to, to make some changes potentially to the way that you're doing things with your processes, the gains are immense. So it, it's, I, I guess that's, we do a little bit of, um, a little bit of, I don't know what you call it, um, not babysitting, but I guess guiding, holding people's hands, while they're they're while they're working their way through it, yeah, a little bit of counselling. <laughs> it's it's amazing the stuff that we get involved in when we're dealing with a business, and I guess that's the difference between dealing with us in comparison to dealing with a software company is that we'll help the business on the whole platform. We're not just a software company that's going to maybe do a little bit of setup and show you how to use the software and then run away. We're here to help embrace the whole technology and the whole platform because. It, it is a, like I said, a combination of all these components in your business operating platform that, that makes up what, what the business uses on a daily basis. So does that answer the question? Yeah, that's good, mate. I, uh, if you've got a contact at Google, mate, I'm sure they could develop some chip implant that'll mean we don't actually have to write anything down or press a button or type it into the, into the <laughs> keyboard, mate. It's funny you say that. I think, I think. Google Glass, I think, is uh, is going to be an interesting thing to watch over the next uh, mm. over the next uh, the next period because that's kind of I don't know they're they're a little bit weird, they're a little bit geeky looking, <laughs> but that's kind of the closest we're getting to some kind of a magical stick where it's watching and it's listening. So mm. yeah, I don't know where that's going to go, but um, <laughs> I'm watching watching with interest. Yeah, it's something I, I love to think that uh, just where you go and what you see, you know, Google can uh, read your thoughts and tell you what you need to know, I guess. Yeah. So what do you see as some of the trends this year as far as technology goes and the, with tradies and being on the road? Um, I don't know. It's, it's similar to what I've seen in the past. What I have noticed is that people are a bit more, um, a bit more open to the cloud in general. In the past, I've been, I, I was doing a lot of education about what is the cloud and how does it work and is it secure. Whereas people have been using cloud-based um, tools for a little while now. You know, internet banking and um, email of email accounts have been cloud-based, and um, a lot of kind of software things that we use in our personal lives with iCloud and with uh, with the, the Google tools and Samsung tools and stuff. So. It's a bit more accepted. It's a bit more the norm. So I guess the, the trend is more towards, okay, I know I've got to make a change. What is it? Just help me make a decision and, and we'll just get into it. Whereas before it was more, well, I want to know more. I want to know how it works. So, so I guess that's kind of the, the, the primary thing that I'm seeing 
In terms of um, solutions, I'm seeing more integration between the systems and, say, job management system and your accounting system. So that's eliminating a lot of the, the double data entry that's occurring. Uh, one of our job management systems just announced a, um, a new integration to, uh, to the accounting packages for purchasing. So you can now uh, enter a bill against a job. So you might have gone to the supplier and made a purchase. You can enter that bill against the job. And that uh, goes against the job for costing purposes, so you can on-bill it to the client. But that automatically pushes into your accounting system now and creates a, a purchase bill in the accounting system for you to then reconcile a payment against. So that's where it's kind of heading at the moment, deeper integrations and and more communication between uh, different tools, whether it's, your, uh, like I said, your job management system and your accounting system, or it might be a uh, maybe a payment uh, facility. There's a lot of action happening in the in the payment facilities um, payment facilities space where uh, PayPal's got a new uh, little device that lets you take mobile payments. And there's a whole heap of companies coming out with with similar things. And again, they all suit different businesses depending on what the needs are. So I guess integration is is where it's at, and and that's what's saving uh, more and more time is the the communication between these tools. Excellent and. Uh one thing that I find is that the more integration, again, that's even more time getting saved from what was previous. So the more integration, the better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So one thing we like to ask our guests is if you had a 1,000 tradies in a room, what's the one key message you'd like to get across to them? Don't be afraid of technology because <laughs> it's because it's going to change your life. Literally, my business partner Dave is he's a classic example of um, uh, of someone that was a little bit resistant to it at the start, but now he just can't live without his devices. His whole business runs on his iPad. So it's you know, there's always people don't like change. It's as simple as that. But change and change for change's sake is just silly. But change for something that's going to make your life better and make your business better, it, it's it's a no-brainer. So don't be afraid of it. Just pick it up and start using it and just see where it can go. Something simple like one, one little app that changed my life when I was plumbing was reminders on my phone. So just using reminders as a tool to remind me about things, hence the name, um, was, was amazing because you'd be deep in the middle of something. You'd be roughing in some pipe work or you'll be doing whatever you do and someone will go, oh, don't forget to do such and such or you get a phone call. Use reminders. You can create a quick reminder. It can it can remind you on a particular day and at a particular time. And it's another thing that you're not going to forget because I know what it's like. I did it myself. The number of things that you forget throughout the day is just ridiculous. And we're only human, but start with something small like that and just see how much of an impact it can have on, on what you do in your day-to-day operations. And that's the tip of the iceberg on what's available. And you mentioned earlier, Clinton, about, uh, you know, keeping the, the old paper diary because it's what you used to and it was comfortable. It's, it's often just about forming some new habits because those things have become so ingrained that doing that whole thing of opening an, a little electronic reminder needs to become a new habit. And there's that, that pain period of, uh, you know, 21 days or 30 days or six months, uh, for some, uh, yeah. <laughs> to, to form that new habit. Uh, yeah. and then it just becomes automatic. That's right. Yeah. So that's that pain period that we talk about. And, and it, you know, it's, like I said, people don't like change, but it, it does. It literally changes your life. So don't be scared of it. Great. So if you're a trade business out there that's either not happy with their current systems or 
really do want to make the change in 2015, I really can't recommend the scoping sessions that these guys do. If you need to know the absolute best solution for your particular business, tailored to what you need, you really need to chat to the guys at TradyPad and they have a scoping session. So if you want to talk a little bit more about that, Clinton, how people can find out more about you. Uh, you can uh, have a look at our website, so tradypad.com.au. Uh, we've got a contact page on there. We've got some case studies about clients we've worked in the past. We've uh, got a information about our process, so our scoping session. Um, and if you're interested in moving forwards, there's a contact page. You can enter your details um, and then we'll make contact uh, and explain the process. Um, and the, there is a cost involved um, in our scoping session. So um, I guess we're, we're, we charge for it because we're giving valuable information to you so that you'll know what solution is going to work for you and, and uh, you walk away from uh, the, between 60 and 90 minutes we do our, our meetings, you'll walk away from the meeting with a much clearer knowledge on what this stuff can do and, and potentially you could go and set it up yourself if you wanted to. Um, so we do charge for our scoping sessions and we'll then provide you with a proposal on the cost of, um, of us assisting you with the setup and training you and if you go ahead with what we're proposing in our project, then we take the cost of the scoping session off the project. So it's a win-win. So it's a, it's a bit of a qualifier. We, you know, if you're not prepared to spend a little bit of money to, to learn about what can make your business better and, and what can change your life, then you know, we don't really want to talk to you. Um, but if you are prepared to spend a little bit of money um, and spend a bit of time as well learning about this stuff and what it can do, it will it'll be a, a, a life-changing experience, I guarantee it. And the thing I love about what you guys do, Clinton, is that you're not from a particular software or app company. You know, you're actually looking at it as a professional advisor. And yeah, sure, you charge for your advice, which is fair enough. Yeah, uh, but that's you know, you're not you're not like going to one bank, and they're obviously going to talk to you all about their own products. So I think this is a fantastic uh, service. And and as I said, mate, I wish you were around uh, years ago when I, when I first started working with clients and trying to convince them to do all these things. So yeah. Get, get on it, listeners, uh, tradypad.com.au and, uh, and go check it out. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us Well, today. thanks for coming on the show, mate. Absolute pleasure. So thanks again to Clinton from Tradypad. It was a great interview. There's some uh, pearls of wisdom in there. That's right. And I really think if you want to make a difference to your business this year, looking at your technology and your systems is something that uh, you, you must do. Absolutely. So uh, if people want to find out more about how well they're doing in their business with technology, Michaela, what should they do? So go to tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 23, as in the number, and Clinton has kindly put together a technology checklist where you can download and see if you're on track or where you need help, and that'll at least start the process for you. So it's tradiesbusinessshow.com forward slash 23. And if you want to make sure that you never miss another episode of the Tradies Business Show, which I know that you never want to miss another episode, never. is uh, go and subscribe on iTunes and uh, make sure you leave a rating and a review. We do read them all and we will be reading some more on the show. That's right. It's all about getting the show out to as many people as we can. So, and because, you know, we want to be loved and have egos. <laughs> we like to be liked as well. Come on, <laughs> let's be honest. But uh, yeah, we want to get this out to as many tradies as possible and help them get off the tools and into true business ownership. Until next time. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.